Wednesday, February 8, 2023, Monaco 64, Homo Alternative Economics, and Contrarian Views. Today, we're going to look at the uh, Biden economic miracle, uh, the reason behind this economic miracle, and we're going to dissect the data and really look at uh, what's behind this miracle. Uh, before I start, though, I'd like to say that... Uh, We'll be doing some of the, the questions that you asked last week, uh, the Q&A, at the end of the video after I do the uh, market update. So uh, with no further ado, let's get on to the Biden economic miracle. So as most of you know, I, I'm not in the U.S. I'm in the U.K. and, and even here in the U.K., I don't follow the mainstream media that much. I don't follow politics that much. But uh, sometimes you need to <laughs> to follow things a little bit to see what's really going on. And I think this is really important to look at. And why why do I say it's important to look at? To look at what's really happening in the uh, U.S. economy. But this applies to the whole world, especially the Western world. Because what America does... Uh, uh, we we follow here in the UK and to some extent in Europe as well. So this morning I, I, I'm going through here uh, as I usually do when I get up. I uh, turn on my computer and the uh, Financial Times is reporting. Joe Biden uh, warns China over threat to U.S. sovereignty in State of the Union address. President delivers defiant message to Beijing amid. Uh, rising tensions uh, and defense economic record at home. So that's another thing that uh, I'm not going to cover too much here, the geopolitical situation. But suffice it to say, uh, the Chinese Central Bank announced that it's added on 15 tons of gold uh, back in January of this year. It reported what it added on in December and February. And why is that important? Well, it's very unusual. The Chinese usually don't announce uh, things uh, <laughs> monthly. They usually take years to update their gold holdings. So I think they're sending America a message. And is it any wonder that things are seem to be heating up geopolitically? But back to the uh, economy. Um I've highlighted here the part that is important for us to look at. And uh, this is what it says. In an energetic oration met with cheers from Democrats and boos from Republicans, Biden also said his economic plans with billions of dollars, well, I would say hundreds of billions of dollars in subsidies for domestic manufacturing, including semiconductors, were helping the U.S. win the economic competition. And many of you know I'm not partisan. I'm just looking what has been said here. How do I think it's going to work out when governments uh, interfere in the private economy? Well, <laughs> the Austrian School of Economics has an answer to that. It's called malinvestments. Um, if the government has to be involved in subsidizing companies, it means those companies uh, are not fit for purpose. Why would government need to, to help these companies if they had such a, a good business plan, uh, good prospects, 
the private sector would be uh, pumping uh, savings and money into those companies. So what you need to understand uh, is that the Soviets tried that. <laughs> and, and we saw what happened to the Soviet Union. It was uh, an economy directed from the center, from Moscow, and uh, and then it collapsed, of course. It did take a while. But uh, let's continue anyway. This is what Biden said. I will make no apologies that we are investing uh, to make America strong, investing in American innovation in industries that will define the future, and that China's government is intent on dominating. So you've heard probably <laughs> before, five, ten years ago, that uh, China is a communist country and that uh, the government is involved in everything. So now America is following the Chinese path. Uh, it's uh, getting involved. And uh, notice how he talks about investing. Well, the way I look at investing is that uh, if I'm able to uh, have some excess uh, money at the end of the month after all my costs, I'm able to save that money and uh, maybe save a pretty good nest egg in, in a few months or a year. And then after doing a lot of due diligence and a lot of research, I might want to take that uh, those savings and put it into an investment, into a business that I think has good prospects. Uh, but governments don't do that. <laughs> governments don't don't care because it's other people's money. Uh, they take your tax money, uh, they borrow uh, on the back of, of you, future generations, and they just like uh, give the money to the, the people who give them the most money so they get elected. So it's very corrupt, I would say. So this is not going to work. But let's continue anyway. Let's uh, <laughs> come to the interesting part here. We are investing in our alliances and working with our allies to protect our advanced technologies, technologies so they are not used against us. Modernizing our military to safeguard stability and deter aggression. So what allies are those? <laughs> I don't know because American doesn't have allies. They have, uh, they have, uh, pawns, right? Uh, who destroyed the uh, Nord Stream uh, 2? Uh, well, <laughs> I think it was America. It was supposed to be uh, German um, infrastructure. So let's continue. Uh, domestically, Biden said he's building an economy where no one is left behind that will deliver tangible benefits for blue-collar America. 12 million jobs, this is the, the, the good one here, 12 million jobs were created under his watch over the past two years, he said. In a bounce back from the damage uh, wrought by coro the coronavirus pandemic, my economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten, Biden said. Well, um, I think government does one thing well, and that's uh, wage war, uh, tax people, but not invest. <laughs> and, and and we've seen that. I mean, it's very clear. We saw that in the Soviet Union. We see it in Cuba. We see it uh, in other countries that have tried communism or centralized planning, 
like uh, the U.S. is trying now with this Inflation Redu- Reduction Act, which now the acronym for it is IRA, which is kind of ironic. So uh, let's look at the uh, reason behind this economic miracle. How did Biden create 12 million jobs or the Biden administration? Well, uh, I'm going to go to the Fed's website. St. Louis Fed website, Fred, and look at all employees, total non-farm employees. So before the pandemic, there were 152,371,000 employees, non-farm employees in the States. And then uh, we had the lockdown <laughs> and uh, that dropped to 130,430. What happened there? Well, they shut the economy. People lost their jobs. Uh, even people on furlough, uh, some were counted, some were not. So be as it may, that was a result of uh, the lockdowns. And then when the economy reopened, of course, people went back to work. <laughs> These weren't new jobs that were created. These were just people going back to work. And you could argue that uh, by January uh, 2021, uh, President Trump had created 12 million uh, new jobs because we went from 130 million to 142 million. So you do the math, right? So that that has continued, of course, which is normal, people going back to work. So now we're at 155 million. Yes, uh, we have more employment since uh, before the pandemic. We have about... Uh, Let's see, two, just over two and a half million new jobs. So, but the 12 million uh, Biden is talking about is just people going back, back to work after the lockdowns. And as you saw, President Trump under the Trump administration created 12 million new jobs. Uh, but uh, the thing about the Biden administration that it, it, it took power in January uh, 2021 so it can say we've created 12 million new jobs uh, and uh, at the same time in January 2021 they could have said that the Trump administration destroyed 10 million new job 10 million jobs right which isn't really it's true because they locked everything down so there you go uh, that's how they created 12 million new jobs let's have a look at also uh Labor force participation rate. These are, uh, this is the proportion, the percentage of, uh, the working public that is working. So I, I think that's a good, uh, number to look at. I've, uh, sourced it from the Federal Reserve, uh, Bank of St. Louis again. So if we look before the pandemic, uh, 63.3% of people that, uh, could work, uh, uh, were working. So, Right now, that number is uh, 1% lower, and that's the reason as well why the unemployment rate is so low. Only the people that are looking uh, for jobs are counted uh, in the uh, calculation for the unemployment rate. And uh, why does the unemployment rate uh, go down like this? Because Well, because I think a lot of people have given up, as you can see here, by the labor force participation rate. So we're going to look at uh, the Biden economic miracle uh, in terms of the budget deficit. 
I've spoken uh, about this many times that uh, the calculation for GDP uh, adds government spending. They like to call it now also government investment. Uh, they call it investment and spending. But what you need to know, um, if the government ran, let's say, a balanced budget, yeah, that would hurt GDP. <laughs> if the government runs a, a deficit, that adds spending to the GDP equation and makes GDP look bigger. So the more deficit you you run, the federal government, uh, the the more uh, juiced up GDP will be. So if you look here, even under the Trump administration in 2019, uh, the federal government was running an almost five percent uh, deficit. In 2020, 21, <laughs> uh, the the government was running uh, well double digit deficits, as you can see. And now, with the greatest economy ever, with 12 million jobs created, with unemployment at a 53-year low, uh, yeah, the budget deficit is still 5.4%, which is huge, uh, I would say, in a time when the economy is supposedly doing well. Can you imagine if we go into a recession, which I think we will uh, very soon, what will happen? And, of course... Uh, the debt doesn't stop, uh, and that uh, the deficit spending, uh, that's reflected in the increasing federal total public debt, as you can see here from this uh, this chart from the Federal Reserve again. And this is only till the end of uh, 2022. Of course, now we are above $31 trillion. So what's my conclusion about the Biden economic miracle? Well, uh, there's an old saying uh, attributed to Benjamin Disraeli, former uh, British Prime Minister, by Mark Twain. And the phrase goes like this, lies, damn lies, and statistics. That's what it's all about, uh, the uh, Biden economic miracle. And why won't you hear about this uh, in the mainstream media? Well, because the mainstream media, of course, is pushing uh, the Biden or globalist agenda. And they're pushing the fact that, uh, yeah, the economy is doing great, is not in a recession, but they won't talk about uh, what I just showed you. So um, why is it important for you to know about this uh, deception, I would say? Well, because if you're a business person, if you're a saver, if you're an investor, uh, I, I think it's good to know what's really going on because... If you believe in all that's being said by the government, by the central banks, um, by the mainstream economists, you could get hurt uh, quite a bit. So uh, that that's why I, I do these videos. And uh, that's why I think uh, people need to be, in my opinion, cautious uh, about what's going on in the economy. Things are not as good as they seem. And the other thing I would say... Uh, the misallocation or malinvestment of resources, uh, which usually happens when government gets involved in the economy, is uh, actually really bad for the economy. It actually creates, uh, yeah, it creates more and more inflation. Uh, the the best thing for an economy, I would say, is uh, shrinking the size of government, getting government out of the private sector, and we're not seeing that. So. 
Let's go and check where the markets are this morning. It's 8.22 uh, a.m. London time. So we've got spot gold at 1884.50. It's up about $11. The high's been 86, the low 1871. We've got spot silver up one and a half percent, 22.50 up 34 cents. Uh, the Dow futures is down 83. NASDAQ 100 futures down 30 points. S&P is down 11. To the currencies, sterling is up about half a percent. Uh, just below 121, uh, the euro is bouncing back a little bit as well. It's up uh, a quarter of a percent at 107.55. Uh, the dollar is down 0.2 versus the yen at 130.83. Uh, the dollar is up slightly versus the U1 at 678.53. Let's check the uh, dollar versus the ruble. Yeah, dollar is uh, continuing to move up, back up against the ruble here. It's up uh, almost 4% at 71.80. Aussie dollar uh, is up a third of a percent at 69.85. Uh, the dollar is down a quarter of a percent versus the Canadian dollar at 133.67. And the Kiwi dollar is up a quarter of a percent at 63.39. To the general commodities, uh, we got platinum uh, up about 12 bucks. It's trading around 9.90. Uh, platinum. Uh, WTI crude is up uh, two thirds of a percent at 77.75. Uh, Brent is up uh, half a percent, uh, just below 84. High grade copper is up two thirds of a percent at 4.12. To finish off, we'll quickly look at the uh, bond market. Uh, we've got the U.S. 10-year yield down two basis points at 365. Let's check the U.K. Uh, gilt uh, yield curve. The two-year is down about two basis points, just below 350. The 10-year is up one basis points at 333. And the 30 year is up to at 377. And now let's look at some of your questions, uh, from last week. And there weren't too many because last week uh, I was in Switzerland and uh, didn't make as many videos. First question, faith and confidence in the dollar could be lost from within. Uh, that's the video uh, that's from that video. And the question is from Chris Eustace. Might the vast accumulation of gold by wise nations present a situation whereby the world, uh, word of the Fed, sorry, not to be believed necessitating an actual audit of gold reserves to support its massive debt issuance? I think you mean uh, of the Treasury, not the Fed. Because uh, it's the U.S. Treasury that holds that gold at Fort, Fort Knox and other depositories. And it's the U.S. Uh, Treasury that issues the debt. Yeah, that is always possible. That is always possible. People might want a, a real independent audit. Uh, it's possible. This is from the same video. It's from D.D. Prepper. Uh, Mario, have you seen reports from the Fed that the Fed coin is coming out in July or sooner? To be honest, I haven't, 
but I can say there's a lot of talk about CBDCs right now, even in the mainstream media and uh, here in the UK as well. The Bank of England and the Treasury are looking into it. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I have to look into that. Uh, CBDCs go well beyond Orwell's dystopian 1984. Yeah, that was the interview I did with uh, uh, Torsten Polite while I was in Switzerland. Torsten is a, an economist from Germany, a proponent of the Austrian school. So this is looks like a, a long question from Barry Butler. We'll go through it, though. Have you ever thought of touching on a video concerning foreign investment in football, specifically the Premier League and the OPEC nation involvement and what that this means? Surely the West being bought out by vast swaths of foreign entities, including China, is a detriment to the UK. I know you're not a football fan, but monetary-wise, it would be interesting to gain an insight into this and the eventuality of what it is further to come. I'm sure OPEC nations are, are are only here to get what they can now at present, isn't, and it won't last. In a time where Man U and Liverpool are both owned via American investments, are for sale uh, uh, is interesting do they see it's a get out a get out now whilst they can situation uh, all the while Saudi and UAE are looking to further invest Tottenham Football Club next apparently uh, yeah I mean I don't follow football anymore I do like football but uh, the older you get the 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 less you're interested in all the sports i would say i like golf but one thing i would say uh we've only got ourselves to blame uh not just in the uk but in the us and other countries and why is that well uh because we've been running current account deficits for for decades uh and what are current account deficits well it's when the country uh buys more from abroad than it sells. Uh, so we're living beyond our means. So we, we, we're running a deficit with other countries. So actually, this is just a recycling of all the pounds and dollars that they have uh, back into our economy. We actually should be thankful that they're putting the money back here uh, by buying uh, these uh, football clubs. And uh, it, it's a reflection of how hollowed out our manufacturing and our real economy has has uh yeah has uh, become uh in the last decades and a lot of it is to do with inflation because we're living beyond our means so these foreigners they need to recycle uh, their their pounds they they don't want to keep pounds in the bank here because you know what's happening to the value of the pound. So they buy football teams, uh, businesses that do well here in the UK. And that's what it's all about. Um, and and uh, the American investors as well, that's what it's all about. But now they're running out. And uh, yes, um, the Saudis and the guys from the UAE, uh, they, 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 they've been exporting more than they uh, import because of their uh, oil wealth. That's what what I see. That's how I see it. And um, but I do agree. There's a lot of money in sports. The Saudis are also like putting money into golf. So, question four: 
financial repression will dispossess the masses. That's the, the video from that video. And it's a question from Dave Johnson. Uh, Dave says, uh, the fear collapse can uh, be seen by the S&P versus gold chart, which shows that without the stimulus injected from 07, the S&P would have continued to drop, but instead climbed back up. If we believe that it may be the end of the road for QE, then the S&P versus gold may may drop back to 1980s level, question mark. Uh, Dave Johnson, I've always looked at the uh, the Dow gold ratio, and I guess it's the same, similar for the S&P. And I think uh, eventually when uh, there's a total uh, reset of the, uh, and I don't mean just a currency reset, but a reset of the U.S. financial system from uh, heavily, uh, uh, let's say, focused on paper assets into real things, uh, the Dow to gold ratio will go back to one to one. So, yes, uh, I think that will happen. Uh, when it will happen, I don't know, but uh, I think we're getting closer, like you said. So I'm going to stop here. I'm going to leave the two other questions uh, for tomorrow. So with that, I'm going to wish you all a very good day and uh, take care. Bye.